It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, next steps. A New York grand jury now deciding whether to indict former President Trump after hearing from a new witness in that hush money case. Police increasing security ahead of possible protests. We're live with the latest. Then, new Ozempic questions. You've heard the hype, but now there are new questions surrounding the popular diabetes drug being used for weight loss. What are the long-term effects? How does it affect your brain? And does it really curb cravings for alcohol? We'll break it all down. Plus, stars in Studio 1A will catch up with Succession's Sarah Snook ahead of the final season of the hit show. she's feeling about saying goodbye and her next big project. Then Olympic gold medalist Michaela Schifrin stops by after becoming the winningest alpine skier in history. How she's celebrating her record-breaking moment. And kicking it at the White House, the cast of Ted Lasso crashes the press briefing to promote mental health awareness. But I truly believe that we should all do our best to help take care of each other. And you'll never believe who they brought to the briefing room. Uh, Yes, sir. A familiar face. Hi. Today, Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. Today's World Down Syndrome Day. Celebrating our communities, our differences, our love, our blessings, and our beauty. Virginia. We support New York and Pittsburgh. Happy World Down Syndrome Day! Uh, Good morning. Welcome back to today. So happy. One of the best days of the year. We have so many incredible families with us on the plaza on World Down Syndrome Day, and we cannot wait to get acquainted in just a few minutes. A lot of folks outside today. Uh, We got the spring break crowd, Mm -hmm. that rolling spring break crowd. By the way, you've got a fun, maybe a little odd story for us tomorrow. Okay, it's a unique one. Guys, I got a lesson in how to be an auctioneer. Oh. And I learned from one of (laughs) the very best in the world, Christie's ambassador, Lydia Finette. Oh, yeah. So she has a new book, and she said, how about this? How about I teach you how to be an auctioneer? We really did it at a real charity gala. Oh, wow. And we will explain that experience tomorrow on today. You raised money? For, I mean, we did. Oh, no, we raised a lot of money. That oh, is so nice. I don't think it was this. I think it was because we had a good, professional good right, gift. Right. Lydia's yeah. good. I know Lydia. She's That'll the be best. Good. All right, let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. Police in New York and Washington are gearing up this morning for possible protests called for by Donald Trump as a grand jury weighs whether to indict him in that hush money case. NBC's Garrett Hake is outside the DA's office with the very latest. Garrett, good morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning. Yeah, the former president set off a firestorm over the weekend when he had predicted he would be arrested today in this case. Now, that hasn't happened yet. And our sources familiar with the grand jury's work say it's highly unlikely to happen today. Still, anticipation is growing around this grand jury, which could issue an historic indictment of a former president after they heard from a new witness yesterday. That witness, Robert Costello, was actually brought in by Donald Trump's legal team, his entire mission to cast doubt on the testimony of another witness, Michael Cohen. Former President Trump's former fixer, now a fierce critic, the person who said he paid hush money payments to that adult film actress back in 2016 and was then 
later reimbursed by the former president. That is the center of this case. And while the legal process continues to work through, we are seeing enhanced security preparations both here in New York and in Washington, D.C., and political fallout with former President Trump's biggest rival tweaking him a little bit about these payments yesterday and House Republicans coming to the president's defense. We're going to continue to watch all of this over the next days, weeks to see what, if anything, this grand jury decides to do next. Savannah. All right, Garrett. Hey, thank you very much. Now to a death at a state hospital in Virginia where at least 10 deputies and staff members have been charged. Some new video shows them piling up on the patient. We need to warn you this morning, the surveillance footage may be difficult to watch. This is video from Central State Hospital on March 6th that shows sheriff's deputies bringing in 28-year-old Irvo Ortino holding him down on the ground. Investigators say they were told he had been combative. At one point, it appears at least 10 people were on top of him. His body went limp about 11 minutes later. This video was obtained by the Washington Post from public filings and was edited down to nine minutes. Seven sheriff's deputies and three staff members at that hospital have been charged with second-degree murder. President Biden signed a bill yesterday that directs the federal government to declassify information about the origins of COVID-19. NBC's chief White House correspondent and Weekend Today co-anchor Peter Alexander joins us with more. Peter, good morning. Hey, Chanel, good morning. So this new move by President Biden is going to give Americans the chance to see for themselves the intelligence that the U.S. has gathered on how COVID-19 started. The president signing that bipartisan bill into law on Monday. It gives the nation's top intelligence director, the director of national intelligence, 90 days to declassify most information detailing potential links between China's Wuhan lab and the COVID outbreak. The president here saying that he wants to be as transparent as possible about the pandemic's origins, but he also notably acknowledges the need to protect against the release of anything that could harm national security. The U.S. intelligence community, as we have heard, is split about COVID's origins. You have the Department of Energy and FBI. They've recently said it was likely a lab leak. Other agencies have said it may have started naturally. And all of this matters because if COVID came from a Chinese lab, it would only further break down these already strained relations between the U.S. and China. Chanel China has repeatedly blocked global efforts to try to figure out exactly where COVID-19 began. All right, Peter, thank you. All right, coming up on Pop Star, Ted Lasso goes to the White House. The important message being shared by the stars of that hit show. But first, Dr. Torres is back ready to break down what we're now learning about Ozempic and the impact of using that diabetes drug to lose weight, which you need to know right after this. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
We're back at 13, your health this morning and Ozempic Roundup, breaking down everything you need to know about the popular diabetes drug that some are using for weight loss. And here to answer your questions, NBC senior medical correspondent, Dr. John Torres. Dr. Torres, good morning. morning. You know, this is in the press a lot. People might be wondering, what does this do and how does it work and who, who should be taking it? So our body produces a hormone called GLP-1 when we eat. It produces it through our intestine and our pancreas. And that does a couple things. Number one, it actually helps with blood sugar. It releases insulin and that's why diabetics use it. And that's why it was initially approved for. But on top of that, it also delays your gastric emptying, the food that comes out of your stomach into your intestine. So it gives you that sense of being full for longer periods of time. You're not going to eat as much. And it decreases your appetite because GLP-1 is a receptor in the brain as well. And so that hormone goes there. And that's what Ozempic does. It mimics that hormone, synthetic hormone. And so it mimics the same thing. So it essentially makes you feel full gives you less appetite and can decrease your blood sugar as well, which is the main thing it's being used for. Well, as they say, there's no free lunch. Are there side effects for taking it? I mean, not only is for diabetics, but for people who are taking it off-label for weight loss. And there are side effects. And one of the issues is there's real no rhyme or reason to the side effects. We don't really have a good understanding of what they are in people who are not diabetic because that's what it was tested in. So we understand those to a certain extent. But for people who are taking it for weight loss, we're not quite sure. And you hear stories from people saying, yes, I had no side effects. I had tons of side effects. Most people complained of not nausea and vomiting. But on top of that, there are some rare side effects of pancreatitis and kidney failures. You have to be very careful and you won't know until you start using it if you're one of the ones that has a lot of side effects and can't tolerate it or one that has no side effects and it's fine for you. As mentioned, this is being prescribed off-label, which is, I don't think, it's not illegal, but no. it's off-label um, and, and that's created a shortage of the medicine. But So how is that being addressed? So off-label means that essentially it was FDA approved for something, diabetes in this case, and they're using it for weight loss. So doctors can do that legally and they can say, yes, I think it'll be safe for you. Let's go ahead and use it for you. You know, manufacturers are trying to manufacture, especially the pens that they use to deliver it. And that's one of the biggest things. But on top of that, there are other medications as well. These other types of GLP-1 hormone mimickers as well that are out there. And you've seen the ads for them. There's Wagovi, there's Rosalbus, there's... Uh, a, and so those are for there. weight loss. Those are for weight loss. Okay. You can see the Trulicity and Victoza. But on top of that, there are compound pharmacies. These are pharmacies that will basically make this from the base unit of that, that synthetic hormone and give you the hormone and give you something to mix it with and give you a syringe, you have to be careful with those because those are not FDA-approved products. They're not really watched by the FDA that well. And so it's kind of a little bit of the Wild West. You don't know exactly what you're getting. They're, you they're sending sure you the raw materials it's because it's the it's like the delivery device that's the shortage of, exactly. not the medicine. Exactly. And so that's a, they're sending you the raw materials with a syringe, essentially, in a lot of these cases. And so you have to mix it yourself and, and give it yourself. And then finally, some have reported a side effect or a feature is that they are less interested in drinking alcohol. Does and that you, make sense? It does make sense to a certain extent because remember we talked early on in the first question about how it gets that hormone receptor in the brain and it reduces food cravings. Well, we know it also at the same time, uh, and some people are saying it reduces food obsession. They've stopped having that food obsession. And other people are saying it helps me with my alcohol use. I'm not as interested in alcohol because we think it might hit that part of the brain as well. There's a lot we're learning about this, about Ozempic and all of them for people who aren't diabetic. And as time goes on, we'll learn more. But kind of the bottom line, it works for weight loss. You have to make lifestyle changes if you want that weight loss to continue if you do stop the drug. But it's one of those medicines that is out there. All right. Dr. Torres, thank you very you much. Bet. Al, over to you. All right, guys. We're starting up a little on the chilly side for our friends down south from Tupelo to Norfolk. We're talking 31 million people, frost and freeze advisories. In fact, you can see in the mid-section country, St. Louis, 48 degrees today for your high. That's 10 degrees cooler than average. Abilene, though, looking at temperatures above average. Today in New York City, 62 degrees, 12 degrees warmer than usual. 
usual. And as we move into tomorrow, Philadelphia, you'll be in the low 60s. Memphis, low 70s. Tulsa flirting with 80 degrees. And as we head on into the weekend, temperatures looking really nice. New York City going to cool down to 50 by Saturday. But on Thursday, 64. Mid-70s on Thursday for Washington, D.C. Out in Indianapolis. Friday, you'll see a high of 57 degrees. Don't forget, if you're heading out, Sirius XM Channel 108 today, live, 1 o'clock, uh-huh. off, off the, the rails, rails. confidential uh-huh. with I mean, the, the, the assistant of Chanel and Dylan, Jackie Agnolet. Off the rails, confidential. Like and my assistant, Brianna Watson. The assistant tell all. That's going to be our they show They sign today. NDAs? <laughs> it was because uh, Chanel and Dylan couldn't make it, so I got the next best thing. What are they oh allowed to talk about? Oh, everything. Like everything. Wow. Yeah, anyway. Let's get all the tea. I'll be that's tuning in to that There's one. no tea. Live They're like the nicest people ever. There's no tea. But still, tune in. Yeah. Okay. Best time of the okay. morning. All right, let's get to it. We're going to start with Gwyneth Paltrow, the actress and entrepreneur, is taking center stage in a Utah courtroom where she's going to defend herself against accusations of, a, of severely injuring a man in 2016 in a ski accident. NBC's Kaylee Hartung joins us now from Los Angeles with more on that. Kaylee, good morning. Hey, Carson. So Gwyneth Paltrow has had to defend herself many times over the years for the health and wellness practices that she shares through her lifestyle company, Goop. And just days after battling her latest controversy, she is expected to take the stand in a lawsuit of a different nature that she says has no merit. Gwyneth Paltrow is heading to court today in Park City over allegations of a hit and run ski crash in 2016. While at the posh Deer Valley Ski Resort, 76-year-old Terry Sanderson claims Paltrow skied out of control and hit his back, knocking him down hard, knocking him out, and causing a brain injury, four broken ribs, and other serious injuries. I was going slow. And then, all of a sudden, I, I heard this, this absolutely horrifying screech. It was a hysterical scream. Sanderson says after the accident, Paltrow left him stunned, lying in the snow. The Oscar winner has a very different account of the collision, saying it was Sanderson who plowed into her and that it was she who sustained a full-body blow. Sanderson, a retired optometrist, initially sued Paltrow for more than $3 million, though a judge ruled he can only seek 300000 Paltrow calling it an attempt to exploit her celebrity and wealth. She's countersuing, asking for just $1 in damages plus legal fees. The actress-turned-lifestyle guru is expected to take the stand in the courtroom, while also defending herself in the court of public opinion. On a recent podcast, the Goop founder and CEO described her daily eating habits, a paltry menu of coffee, celery juice, bone broth, and vegetables. For me, that's, it's really important for me to support my detox. Bone broth is not a suitable meal, and it's affecting a whole other generation of young folks who think that eating like GP is appropriate, is okay. Paltrow addressed the swift backlash, saying this routine has helped her deal with long COVID symptoms and is not meant to be advice for others. And by the way, I eat far more than bone broth and vegetables. I eat full meals. That response not squashing the criticism. It is so frustrating when celebrities, especially those with a massive platform and a whole wellness line, promote anorexia and disordered eating as wellness. 
And those comments you heard from Terry Sanderson describing that ski crash came back in 2019 when the lawsuit was initially filed. Now his legal team says they can't speak any further because of the trial. Paltrow's team and Deer Valley Resort declined to comment as well. But expect more details to be revealed as this jury trial gets underway, guys. It's scheduled to last eight days. It's unclear exactly when Paltrow will take the stand. Carson. All right. Well, we'll be on it. Kaylee, thanks so much for that. So that's like our Today Show, within the Today Show right there. <laughs> yes. The pop star story. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's hard-hitting news for pop star. Yeah, it is. It that's is. like our big trial for the next eight days. Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. It's the pop Kaylee, star myself, the hard-hitting news team will be exactly. all over that story There you go. So fear not. Next okay. up, Ed Sheeran, the Grammy winner, is opening up in an upcoming four-part docuseries called The Sum of It All. The often private singer giving fans an intimate glimpse into his life and the driving forces behind his music. The series is going to feature never-before-seen footage from the time when Ed Sheeran was a little boy all the way up to him becoming a father. Catch the uh, Sum of It All. That streams Disney Plus on May 3rd, which, by the way, happens to be two days before Ed Sheeran releases his next album, Subtract. And next up, Ted Lasso. If you're a fan of the show, then you probably know the name of the hard-hitting journalist Trent Krim. The Independent. He never misses a press conference or the chance to throw a little tough, challenging question at Ted. Take a look. Trent Krim, The Independent. I just want to make sure I have this right. You're an American who's never set foot in England, whose athletic success has only come at the amateur level, a second-tier one at that, and has now been charged with the leadership of a Premier League football club, despite clearly possessing very little knowledge of the game. Uh, Trent Krim, The Independent. Trent Krim, The Independent. Yes, sir. Trent Krim, The Independent. Trent Krim. Well, yesterday, I was wondering if his his fellow Lasso co-stars took a trip to the White House to discuss the importance of mental health awareness. And ahead of the meeting, Ted himself fielded questions during the White House briefing (laughs) and a familiar face couldn't help but pass up the opportunity to ask Sudeikis about his hometown hosting the World Cup in 2026. Yes, sir. A familiar face. Hi. Trent Krim. <laughs> Fake journalist. Yes, sir. <laughs> How do you feel about Kansas City being one of the named hosting cities for the uh, 2026 World Cup? Ooh, here I was, hoping for a softball. Okay, um, you know what? I'm very excited. Truth, truth be told, yeah, Kansas City is going to be one of these teams. Uh, I mean, I love this town. Uh, what I am genuinely worried about is once we get all these folks from all over the world to come to Kansas City and see our city, eat our food, meet our people, you're going to have you know a lot of folks that won't want to move away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Safe to say Trent Krim let him off, let him off the hook the with that. That was good. Finally and quickly making space, we've got some good news for fans of Hoda's Hit Podcast. The bonus episode is out now, and you can find it by scanning the QR code at the bottom of the screen. She caught up with former First Lady Michelle Obama while she was out on tour promoting her book, The Light We Carry. And during that conversation, Mrs. Obama shared some sweet words about the former President Barack Obama and the lessons in love he taught her. Check it out. I was looking for romance. I was looking for long walks on the beach. But what Barack was showing me was his steady, his constant. He was showing me that his family mattered. He prioritized being there for his grandparents and for his little sister and his mother. He showed up for his people. And that's what you want. And that's what Barack has shown me his entire Mm. life, that he shows up for us. For me and our daughters, for his friends, for our families. Pumping me up as a yes. husband right yeah. there. It's not about the long walks yes. on the beach. Yes. Show up. That's it's not it. about the Just jewelry and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Be show up. Be well, it's about you that, too. that oh, too. It's about that, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, it's about, about that, that too. too. That whole conversation streaming now. And if you want to hear more of that interview, tune into Mrs. Obama's podcast, <laughs> The Light Out Now, wherever you get your podcast, guys. That's pop. Oh, good oh, stuff. Good. Okay, still have, we're going to get you ready for the final season of Succession with Star Yes. Yes. 
She's right here yeah. live in our studio. We cannot wait to catch up with her. Syndrome Day, all these beautiful kids here celebrating and here with us showing their beauty Hello. and their, what they bring our lives. We've got so many awesome folks to meet in just a minute. We're so happy to have you along with us and we are excited to see our good friends here out on the plaza. Superstar Inside, by the way. One of our Superstar favorites. Superstar Inside. Michaela Schifrin is here. She became the greatest alpine skier. Yep. In history earlier this month, winning her record-breaking 87th Career Ooh. World Cup title. Yes, she did, and added 88 just for good measure. Of course she did. <laughs> One extra. What's next for Michaela? Well, she'll tell us all about it. Looking forward to that. Also, a star in the kitchen, Anthony Scotto, our good friend yes. here, cooking up a versatile Italian dish. It's good any time of the day. Mm. And bonus, it's yeah. mostly melted cheese. Rico. It's going to be Ooh. delicious. Always great that. to have oh. them. Yeah. Remember the Scotto family. That's right. I love the uh, plus, on the third hour, Jill martin Brooks. Back with a new She Made It, introducing us to a woman who is shaking up the underwear business, even though she started with zero experience. Hello. We're talking undies. (laughs) And looking ahead to tomorrow and today, we are helping you hack your way healthy. Doctor approved ways to ease your aches and pains with easy and inexpensive at home remedies. This crowd makes me so happy. We just want to acknowledge it is World Down Syndrome Day. We've got some wonderful folks here, including family who are part of the group Extra Lucky Moms. They've got a mission to shout out the worth of all individuals with disabilities. And I want to, I mean, there's so many folks to meet here, but this is Britt from Long Island. Hi, Britt. Hi, everyone. What does it mean to you to be here today? Well, everyone's here because I'm so glad. And I'm very special. Thank you. Oh, Britt, you are so special. In fact, you're downright perfect. I love what your t- I love what your T-shirt says. We have so many awesome folks here. Hello, sweetie pie. Hello. Oh, good morning to you. We are like so. This is just so awesome. Thank you for being here. Just so happy to have you all here and. Be sure to give a shout out yep. when you get a chance today. All right, perfect. Yeah, and the, your your buddy, your little buddy. Oh, my best buddy, Tara. Yeah, yeah Tara. Yes. And I, I'm a best buddies ambassador, and Tara and I've been ah, together. Oh, we've been friends for ten Tara. years now. We just went to the movies the other day. Oh, so, sweet. yeah, she's awesome. You've been active in the, that community for a long time. Yeah, a lot of yeah. good Savannah Guthrie. Uh, Mr. Roker, let's talk about talk about the weather. All right, let's show you what we've got. Starting off with today, mild spring day, going to be gorgeous. Big storm though coming in California. That's going to be causing problems. Snow developing in the plains. For tomorrow, a March chill, heavy snow in the Rockies, a flood risk throughout much of southern and central California. Texas warmth continues, sunshine up and down the eastern seaboard. And that is your latest weather. Savannah. Okay, guys, so just love having everybody out on our plaza. Coming up next, we're going to go one-on-one with Sarah Snook, star of Succession. It is the final season of that wildly popular show, but first, this is Today on NBC. Welcome back. It's been more than a year. 
I know the days, but I won't bore you with the actual day counts. The wait is almost over now for, unfortunately, the final season of Succession. I feel like it's been 424 days. That's exactly the number. It, it's been 424 days, but who is counting? We've got one of the stars right here, Sarah Snook. She plays Shiv Roy. Before we catch up, we got a little preview of the new season. Let's roll it. Okay, so you are talking. No, I returned a call. They want to, you know, talk about talking. Oh, they want to talk about talking. What? Come on, they haven't won the election, and they might not, and Dad might not sell, and you two might bail, and it's a maybe, maybe, maybe situation. How I remember it. I mean. It's all coming back to me. It's all coming back. First of all, though, let's not bury the lead. Yeah. Sarah, you're pregnant. Congratulations. (laughs) What do you do? Uh, Mid-May. Okay. And I heard you're keeping the gender a surprise. Yes. Oh. That's yeah. hard to do. I did it myself. It's hard to not find out. It is. It is. But it's, it's, uh, you know, it, it's also easy. Like, you just sort of, like, walk it out. You know, like, <laughs> just uh, don't think about it too much. Do you talk in your sleep by any chance? <laughs> My <laughs> wife told me the gender of our oldest child while she was sleep talking. No. She knew? She, she knew. I didn't. I left all the doctor's appointments when that time came. And then third trimester, one night. She, she let it loose. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's a, so your husband feat. might want to sleep somewhere else. <laughs> but you don't know. No, I no. don't know. That's quite a feat to, to, to find out and then also not tell you. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, it was difficult because she told you in her sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, talking about keeping secrets, the final season of Succession. Yeah. Okay, first of all, I know, like, this is where we're going to, like, try to get the details out of you. But first <laughs> of all, I was surprised that you, the cast didn't even know this was the last season. No, it was it was intimated throughout the season yeah. as we were shooting that, like, it could be the last. But we don't know. And then we found out uh, during the read-through of uh, episode 10 that, yeah, it would be lost. All these great shows are coming to an end I know. Why end it? I mean, it's a pretty bold decision to go out on a high. Like, I don't know any other show that's really done that. It's going like, oh, we're really successful. Everyone loves the show. We love doing it. That's well, Ted Lasso yeah. cast was just here, and they're doing it, too. Same thing. They are? Oh. Yes, I know. I guess it's the new thing. Yeah, Queen yeah, while yeah. you're ahead. I mean, yeah. it's... it's, it's it, Preserve. Did, did you ever imagine that this show would take off like it did? No. No, not at all. No, it's it's an it's been an incredible ride. I, and it's strange that there's only four seasons, because I feel like I've been doing it... Well, we have been doing it since 2016, so... Mm. Yeah, it's almost seven years, but only four seasons of that. Just in case people... I mean, you're Australian. I mean, yeah. I, for, I actually so did you. not know that. No, I'm not. I was born... <laughs> In Australia. I don't get to uh, count my. I wish I thing. did. Yes, we're yeah, we're sisters. <laughs> I know, but I mean, it's incredible how you pulled off the American accent so well that I mean, honestly, I think most people watching don't even know. Yeah, I mean, surprise, I'm <laughs> Australian. <laughs> yeah, it, I, it sometimes it takes a little bit to get into, and and I know that Matthew and I have certain days where because he's he's British, surprise, yeah. uh, that we we do slip and slide a little bit, and 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 there's been you know jokes about how we can't say the word New York in an American accent. It comes out like yow yark, <laughs> uh, but you know once you get out of the way of yourself, you can yeah. I for get fans it. of the show, for this final season, I mean, just what what can you tell us about it? And do you think the the siblings are better united taking down pops, or uh. kind of every man and woman for themselves? I mean, that's the thing. It's like it, it creates a great tension and a, and a great drama because, like, we haven't seen the siblings united. And so if having a season where at the beginning the premise is that they're going to be, you know, having to work together, that's going to set up some uh, some tricky situations. I read that Brian Cox, Logan Roy, your father in the show, said that he thought Logan's favorite kid was Shiv. Oh, yeah. Were yeah. you surprised by that? No. 
I'm the one with a nickname. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and also maybe I like sprinkled it in his ear that I should be the favorite kid and, and am. And so maybe I just sort of tricked him into saying it. I don't know. Well, you have so much going on. You are going to have a baby. Yeah. And you got married during the pandemic. And you just have to tell people this story because did it's you hear this? I, I love the story. You had your buddy, like your dear friend yeah. for years and years. You guys were like rooming together during the pandemic. Yeah, I got stuck in Australia and had nowhere to live. And so ended up living with him. And and it was one of those things where, you know, you end up having, you're sort of realizing, oh, we're having a lot of fun. Like, we're having too much fun just, like, playing games. But and like platonic. Up. Totally. totally platonic, like, living together. And then, you know, there's chaos going around in the world outside. And, like, this is this is really special that we're having so much fun and, you know, no one really should be cheering that we're having another six weeks of lockdown when the premier says, all right, you have to stay inside for another six weeks. Mm. We're like, yes, this is going to be great. You're pitching a movie. It sounds like a perfect movie. Could be the next project. Well, love blossom. You're married. You're having a baby. This wonderful season. We have something for you, though. Oh, yeah, we do. Chanel. We we come with gifts for you. Oh, a little. Oh, Oh, and Al. Because it's so heavy. It's to be bigger. This is from us. For you, That's so you can sweet. open it. Yeah. Oh, I hope it's gender you. neutral. Whatever it is, because we don't know if it's a boy yeah, or a girl. Yeah, we don't know either. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, it matches what I'm wearing right yes, now. It so, like, it matches. Perfect. Yeah. I'm going to have to. Thank Sarah, you. Sarah, congrats That's on so everything. Oh, we the, love you. The final season of Succession Saving So premieres on Sunday night, March 26th on HBO. Thank you. <laughs> Craig, over to you. Such a great show. Um, guys. The GOAT. The GOAT of Alpine skiing is with us. Michaela Schifrin live in Studio 1A. We're going to find out what's next. We're going to talk about these amazing shoes that we're wearing. We've got a surprise for Michaela as well. We're going to celebrate her historic, record-breaking season on the slopes. But first, this is Today on NBC. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman, and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in called Pool Man. You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts. Hi everyone, I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. 87 career World Cup wins for Michaela Schifrin, shattering the 34-year-old record and cementing her place as the greatest skier of all time. That moment happening on the same hill in Sweden where she won her very first World Cup, uh, her World Cup title, 11 years ago when she was 17. And if that wasn't enough, she's grabbed her 88th title with another big win at the World Cup finals over the weekend, Michaela Congrats. Good morning. Good morning. How does it how does it feel to hear it out loud? The greatest of all time. That's weird. Um, I don't know if I actually really think of it that way, but it's certainly flattering. But yeah, it's, it's wild that it was just two days ago that I raced that final GS in Andorra. 
And I want to read something that the announcers calling the race said. They said, quote, the glaciers will melt before anyone else reaches that benchmark. Oof. That's that's tough. No. But I mean, (laughs) because you're so young and you have so much skiing ahead of you. That's how I read that. Yeah, no, that's that's true. That's a good way to to think about it. Um, it's just unfortunately the glaciers are melting. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, it's uh, it's it's quite incredible to yeah. have a cheat. I never thought that I was going to be anywhere near that record. So resetting it and actually doing it this season. Um, I don't know, sitting here with you now and the season is over, I feel like it was just yesterday yesterday that we were starting it up in October. So it's a a whirlwind. One of the things that I've always admired about you, and I said this to you in in Beijing um, when I saw you there, you've overcome so much adversity. And, and I remember watching you on the hill in Beijing and, and you were so dis, you were distraught. And, and to now be the greatest in the history of the sport, does that make it extra sweet? Uh, I think it just in general in life, your setbacks make the triumphs more sweet. And for yeah. sure, um, coming, coming back this season and having such a successful season and loving where, where I am at actually with my skiing, I, I love the feeling of skiing and all of that passion and everything and the work that I do and the whole team, everybody around me does that, that does make it really satisfying, but you're not going to avoid the setbacks. Yeah. And I feel like it's going to be challenging again in the coming seasons. There's something's going to happen. That's not going to go my way. And I'll think back on this time wondering, you know, why couldn't it always be wonderful? Like it was that season. And it's just life is ups and downs, I guess. The helmet that you wear when you, when you race, it has two very special sayings um, on the back. And there's a picture of it for folks at home. Tell us about, tell us about those sayings. Yeah. So the first one is ABFTTB. Um, one of my idols in ski racing, Heidi Volker, she wrote that on a, p- a poster for me, always be faster than the boys. And she, she just, she wrote this to all of her, basically all of her fans anytime she signed a poster. Um, and I ended up writing that on my skis when I was younger yeah. and now it's on my helmet. And, uh, the other be nice, think first, have fun. That's something that my mom and dad always told my brother and me just kind of instilled this philosophy that um, you, I don't know, I guess the values you want to have in life. And that's, that's one thing I carry with me from, from my dad, especially, but from both my parents. I have to ask you about the boy because (laughs) I I hear that uh, he made an appearance after you won number 88. So that's the boyfriend, (laughs) Alexander, uh, also a skier. How how would you rate him as a journalist? (laughs) He's a he. You guys, when I talk about him, my voice gets all scratchy. It's really uncomfortable. He's a great journalist. He did such a good job. I hope he uh, sticks with the career he currently has right now because he's been killing it, ski racing as well. But uh, that was a a fun special moment, final race of the season um, for the 88th victory. And he was there doing that interview. That was that was special. Well, thank you, by the way, for you brought in a delightful gift for me. Are you going to put it on? I'm going to. I am. I told you I would. You brought me this delightful bucket hat. (laughs) And since you brought me a gift, we have a gift for you. Oh. We know that you have quite the sweet tooth. Oh. A little birdie told us. I just had, I had a bagel this morning. Yes. I have got donuts. Mr. Roker's been working on these donuts all day. I just want to avoid that globe. (laughs) (laughs) So all of these donuts are for you in honor of your your achievement. Should I just like start eating them now? Sure. Work your way from the top like down. Absolutely. Like, if anyone's earned these donuts, would it's you, you, you would you like one? I, if it, it's kind of like the yes. Jenga of donuts. Are you 
went from the, you went from straight went, from the bottom. I did. I went. You don't like the the ones with what's. The, by the way, what's next? What do you do? What do you do after this? Are you just gonna hold it, or I'm are you gonna, gonna actually eat it? I, uh, <laughs> I just thought it'd yeah. be nice to have a good. have a bite. That's good. Michaela Schiffer eats donuts too. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We should mention in celebration of Michaela's history-making accomplishment, we are proud to support on her turf NBC Sports' uh, women's empowerment platform, highlighting athletes who have changed the game forever. Certainly, no one more than Michaela Schiffer. And you really do like donuts. I really, really. Really That's really why like we love Michaela Schiffer. Bring Alexander <laughs> next time. Mr. Daly. I'm here with our good friend Anthony Scotta, who might, given his own way, put a little cheese on that donut there. Because that seems to be melted cheese, the secret to any authentic Italian cuisine. We're going to get the lowdown from uh, Mr. Scotta, one of our faves here, in a second. We'll eat well, trust me. But first, this is today on NBC. And we're back with today's food. We've got somebody very special that we all know and love with us this morning, Anthony Scotto. After three successful decades of owning and operating one of New York's most iconic restaurants, Fresco by Scotto's, Anthony's taking on a new adventure right in the heart of Nashville, Tennessee. The new restaurant, Luogo, opened up late last year, and it's already a huge hit. He's here to tell us all about it. We're going to cook a little melted cheese. Anthony, welcome back. It's like family when you're here. Exactly right. And I feel like family when I'm here. Why Nashville? I mean, everybody's in Nashville. My daughter went to Belmont in Nashville. Uh, She's now a songwriter. I've been there for years. Saw a niche that I needed to to fill. That Italian niche needs to be in, in Nashville. I'm taking Not it. a lot of Italian food when you're there. There isn't. So what's been the big hit at Luogo? What, what's the thing that seems to be well, working? You know, really it well? seems like you know people want to have that involvement, like I created here in New York City, of a feeling that they're family and you're there and yeah. everybody's there with you. I'm an owner operator. I operate this restaurant. The feeling is really wonderful. The food is terrific. It's really truly translated from New York to to there. The recipes are doing great. We're doing a great job. Well, of course you are. Yeah. Because you're you. What are we making for us today? So let's do a little frico, if yep. we're going to call that. Fricos are different in different areas of yep. Italy. So you have fricos that are from uh, Friuli, which is really what we started with. And it's a potato eggless mm-hmm. omelet, if you want to look at it that way. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Have you so, had a frico before, anybody? Never. No, but I'm freakoing out about it. So what I'm doing is I'm going to dice a potato, which I'm doing now, as mm-hmm. you can see. So after we've diced that potato, we're going to take it with some sautéed onions. Mm-hmm. We're going to add the potatoes to it. We're going to let this cook down. That's an uncooked potato. That's no, just... no. What I did, I'm sorry. I apologize. So did what I did is I boiled it a okay, little bit, uh, probably about fork tender, two or three minutes. Got it. Okay. Then what I want to do is I'm going to let this sit cook. I'm going to add a little prosciutto. Your choice, by the way. Mm-hmm. This could be prosciutto. It could be. It Bacon? could be. Bacon. Bacon. It could be uh, uh, eggplant. It could be zucchini. It doesn't have to be a meat protein. Right. But what you want to do as this is cooking, and you don't have to use your hand, as this is cooking, you're going to push it down, and it's going to start to create a crust. So this crust is going to come by and keep going into a crust. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep building this. You're going to add the cheese to it. What kind of cheese is that? Montasio cheese, mm-hmm. which is coming from Friuli. You're going to push this in. We're going to keep cooking it, and it has to be in a non-stick right. pan. We're going to take this and flip it. Wow. You cannot flip it 
Wow. See what I'm saying? Oh, look at that. That's Anthony Scotto, ladies and gentlemen. How is it? How Anthony is it? Let's, get, let's keep going. We only got, so we don't gonna, have much so time. So then this is another Frico from a different area. Sorry, okay. from a different oh, area. It's a fragile They're tender. Frico. They are. So this oh is with Parmesan cheese. Oh. Bob Reggiano. And I did. I built a I salad. That was unfair. All it is is a salad. I put uh, some uh, prosciutto. Uh, provolone, mm-hmm. beans. You can create yeah. and change this as you want to, as you, as way as you where you want to. It's almost like a little Italian tostada. Yeah, yeah. kind of just, just create beautiful. whatever you want in there. Put whatever you want in there. Shrimp, whatever delicious. you want to put in. Well, the food is always delicious, but it's how you cook it. It's your family vibe. Your Nashville's lucky to have you. I, I feel as like are we, brother. Thank you. All right, there you go. Check today.com/slash/food if you want to mention. We get a small piece of the thing from that. Questions? <laughs> go to todayfood.com <laughs> for more. Third hour's next. <laughs> Anthony Scotto, everybody. Woo! 